You almost made me waste a good opener. Oh, that would have been terrible. Uh, and oh. welcome to another episode of <laughs> JP and the Beans Talk. Come on. I'm JP, that's Beans. Sure. Why not? Why not? We'll see if folks are paying attention. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I like Switching the... Switching it up. Absolutely. Let's just go crazy. Let's go crazy. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, if coaches can go other places for millions of dollars, why can't we change our names? Uh, we're just going to open that wound right back up, aren't we? Fresh. It's fresh. Okay. Real quick, while we're on the topic, this <laughs> this is what my buddy who is unfortunately... Actually, do you remember Trostel? Negative. He worked at Fairway for nope. a little bit. Anyways. Nope. Nothing against you, Trost. Just don't remember you, bud. He's easy to forget. Okay. It's fine. Well... <laughs> There you have it. So he sent me this. This is this is the numbers of Lincoln oh, Riley's contract oh, this details. This is great. Yeah, this is go- this is absolute and, gold. And this is not confirmed. Okay, 110 million dollars. USC. It's pretty good. USC is buying both of his homes in Norman for 500 thousand dollars over asking. Wait. So pretty what? much a million dollar bonus. Isn't that nuts? And then buying a six million dollar home in LA for him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then unlimited use of the private jet 24 seven for family. I have so many thoughts and questions. Like, first of all... How big is this private jet? How big is the private jet? <laughs> Am I invited? Am uh, I invited? But, like, the home, the home thing is what I think blows me away the most. Because this guy has more millions of dollars than he will ever know what to do with. And it's like, you can't afford to buy your own home. And why do the homes that you currently own need to be purchased by USC for you? Like, you can't just hire a realtor and be like, sir or ma'am, just sell them when you get a chance. That'd be I'm great. Say, we're in a housing market right now where yeah. everyone's buying. Yeah, he, he, not going to be an issue and to then, sell the home. Not going to be an issue. No, on top of that, why do you have two houses in Norman? Probably building a new one, right? Like, probably owning and living in one, building and... My, that's my guess. That'd be the only f- f- feasible, feasible. That's feasible, the word I want. Feasible, that's right. the only feasible thing that you could do because there's, yeah, there's no point. Yeah. So good on you, Lincoln Riley. You now have more money than Scrooge McDuck, or at least you can act like you have more money than Scrooge McDuck. I'm still butt hurt, so you're not getting anything out of me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Unless but we get Bob Stoops back. Here we are. You. Whoever we are, JP or Beans, at any given time, the you know. Your best guess is as good as ours, and it's been a piece. Um, it's mostly on me and my family. Like, can we get our stuff together? I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find out. It's also Thanksgiving. It's okay. It, it was. It was Thanksgiving. It's wild, but we're back. We're here. We're excited. We've got some belated Spider-Man trailers to or trailer to recap and really break down really, really break down right really get our hands in the sandbox if you know what i mean absolutely absolutely but you know spider-man in plays cool in a sandbox way. but in a cool way not in a gross way if anyone says that a sandbox isn't cool we'll fight i mean let's gross, fight but yes <laughs> okay okay and hawkeye hawkeye. hawkeye dropped you guys hawkeye this is something we haven't even talked about discussed or even thought about really no we have previewed it almost not at all. I don't think we have. Especially all. relative to all the other just, <laughs> just stellar preview content we've put out there for y'all. Yeah. We uh, we did not care we're about it. We're like, wait, Hawkeye. Oh, oh, shoot. That's coming out. Oh. Oh, darn. So yeah. there you go. So we've got some some very fresh uh, fresh meat on that content bone to just mm, digest. I'm still, Absolutely. I think I'm just upset that Thanksgiving's over. Me too. And I'd like it to come back as soon as possible. Yeah. I uh, have to wait a while, but see, still upset. The only thing that upset me with Thanksgiving, and this is really, really like yep. niche. It's fine. Like that's fine. I love my mother and she cooked very well. Uh-huh. But she forgot the stuffing and it broke my Oh <gasps> and you told me that you love the stuffing. I like do. It's, it's your like, favorite. It really is, and she's oh. forgot it. Oh. She's like, Yeah, I noticed that when I was halfway through and it Bud. was it wasn't here. Bud. Yeah. Wow. But, to her credit, yeah. she did make gravy, and she never makes gravy because she says it's too hard. And okay. she, she made gravy, okay. and it was excellent. So okay. she did make up for that. Yep. And that. But yeah. Yes. Gravy so, solves so many wrongs. Oh. And then, because I can just pour it on the turkey. I can on pour anything. It. It's so versatile. It's absolutely the Swiss Army knife of food. It's fantastic. The gravy. Funny, and, and the funniest thing is, too, you remembered how much I love stuff. Yeah. Food. 
after I've said it one time, and I have to remind my mother every year that I like stuffing, and she still forgets. Just remind your mom to check in with me, you know, prior to Thanksgiving <laughs> of next year, and uh, say, hey, just, just like, run the menu by JP, see if you've forgotten anything, he'll be able to point it out for you. He's like, I just, I don't get it, yeah. but okay. Yeah. I still love you, Mom. Hey. Well, I'm glad that you are still here in spite of that uh, genuine trauma in your yeah, life. It is trauma. It really. is. It, honestly it is. is. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, I, I say that slightly in jest, but listen, Thanksgiving is a precious and glorious time of celebration of food. And when a key component of that celebration is missing, that's a challenge. I resonate with that. It's like so, Christmas without a tree. Goodness. No. Like Valentine's Day Can't without a heart. Can't do it. Nope. Got to have a heart. You, you die if you don't have a heart. Flag day just... without a flag. I've missed so many flag days. Bad flag day celebrator right here. No. Yeah. Let's let's jump right into it. Let's talk Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Uh, if you're like us and you forgot that you could buy your tickets, you can buy tickets well in advance. The release date is still December 17th, but why wait until December 17th? If you're ready to get after it right now, Get after it. Also, December 17th is a bit of a, shall we say, deceptive release date because uh, just checking my phone, there are a plethora of showtimes on Thursday, which is December 16th. See, here- so why, why, why are we doing this? Like, Why are we saying the official date is one thing and releasing it not even at midnight, but legitimately an entire day before? I honestly think, this is my theory, so, because fr- midnight releases are non-existent, which now. I'm st- really okay with. Yeah, I mean, really I, okay. I'm going to be honest. I never oh. actually experienced a true midnight release. That's mm-hmm. kind of sad to think about. After you get done, I'm going to tell you a story about why I'm really okay. Midnight releases are no longer a thing because okay, I have a devastating experience. <laughs> you talk stuffing at Thanksgiving. I've got my own stuffing at Thanksgiving midnight show experience to share with you. Honestly, I think they opened it up the day before mm-hmm. as a way to make more money because it's the movie theaters and they don't make as much money as they used to. That's my theory anyways. <sighs> I guess making money makes sense. I, and here's the deal. I don't have any problem with it aside from the you're saying the movie's being released on one day and you are literally releasing it a day earlier than that. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't I totally get that. Get it. I don't get that. It's like why? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the time back in the day, circa 2008, when midnight shows, midnight releases were still a thing. Okay. I was nine. The Dark Knight. Oh, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we've seen one. Batman Begins. The Dark Knight's coming out. The big one. All the hype the along with it. The flipping big whammy. I go to see it. And this is not only when the midnight show was a thing, you couldn't, could you even buy tickets in advance? I think maybe we had, but you still had to wait in line. Yeah. Regardless, it was just, it was a whole, uh, it took a lot of effort, right? You couldn't get on your smartphone because the smartphones weren't a thing at the time. And so you, and you couldn't, probably couldn't save your seats either. No, no reserved seats. No reserved. I mean, it was the, just the absolute dark ages of going to movies. Aside no from the recliners. fact that it's, <laughs> true. True. I mean, this is ma- this is sounding worse and worse all the and time. It, and if it was the Waverly movie theater, that means the floors were sticky and the Oof. cushions were coming out. Yeah, fortunately, no. Rest I was in, in Cedar Falls at the old College <laughs> Square. Oh, that's a good one, though. You know what? That's what I thought at the time as well. That's what I thought at the time as well. But here's what happens, oh, right? Boy. So we go through all the time and effort to get the tickets, to stand in line, get to our seats, watch the movie. We get to the scene. Where Harvey Dent, Batman, and Jim Gordon are all conversing. So almost at the end. Okay. And we're about, as I would find out, 10 or 15 minutes away from the end. Okay? It's been a phenomenal movie. Obviously, <coughs> one of the best movies a person could ever see. Right up there in my top three of all time favorite movies. And all of a sudden, the screen just goes blank. Like in the middle of a line. It just cuts out. I would have burned the entire place down and continue. <laughs> I will never forget the how loud that silence was for about five seconds because nobody knew it was going on. There's just that five seconds of complete silence. Everything exactly like is this part of the movie? Did it really just end? <laughs> it goes from silent to just 
we could just ratchet it straight up to rage. <laughs> like in five seconds. And people are just yelling, cussing, like, what the F is going on? Are you kidding me? What is this? Theater attendants are like coming in, running around, trying to get up to the projector area. And there is like no news for a good five minutes that probably felt like a half hour. Finally, one of the theater attendants steps to the front of the theater and says, we're sorry, we're having an issue with the projector. We're working on getting it fixed. We'll get the movie back up and running for you. Okay. We wait another, I, I don't even know how much time at this point. Dude comes back. We're sorry. The film broke. We cannot show you the rest of the movie. It's like between two and three a.m. I would have burned the entire and, place. I mean, down and to this poor, poor person. I don't know how he ended up, you know, casting the lot or drawing the short straw to be chosen as the one that had to give this bad news to everybody. Oh my gosh! But he's just getting yelled at from all corners of the theater. I'm in just stunned disbelief. I can't believe it. Like I'm not a late night person, but I'm willing to do it for this movie. For Batman, my favorite character of all time. And here I am robbed. Robbed of the conclusion of the movie. And it was just a horrible experience. So, you know, everybody leaves and the theater attendants are handing out free, you know, free movie passes for folks to come back. Which, all you can do, I suppose, in that situation. I mean, at least they did that. It was just, it was horrible. And so I vowed, I'm never going to another midnight showing again. Now, fortunately... The our culture has grown in a really marvelous way <laughs> where we're releasing these movies a day before they actually apparently officially come out. And so it's no longer uh, no longer an issue. But man, I'll never forget that experience. It sucked. And I remember going to see the movie, you know, some days later for the second, well, almost second time. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it, of course. Yeah. But I was really just there to see the end. Like, how does this end? And so the time that I probably enjoyed the movie the most was the third time I saw it in theaters because I had finally seen the whole thing yeah. from start to finish, and now I could just soak it in. So there's my midnight show story. Uh, don't miss them. Don't miss them at all. Glad they're a thing of the past. Yeah, I never, I never got to go because my mom's like, ah, it's a school night. Tell you what, <laughs> your mom may have forgotten the stuffing, but she stood firm doing what's right. So all that being said, we're still a few weeks out from this next spider-man movie dropping kind of i have to catch myself this is already the third spider-man movie they have from my perspective cranked these out fairly rapidly Mm -hmm. like since they introduced the character in civil war in what 2015 is that when civil war came out or six movies with spider-man in it right and this is his third solo flick like that is uh astounding we've had a productivity film we've had a spider-man solo film every other year yeah yeah. Since Civil after Civil War. Yeah, pretty dang impressive. So the latest trailer dropped, Riles, and it was the most uh, intentionally hyped trailer. And by intentionally hyped, I mean there was a ton of marketing done by Marvel, by Sony, uh, to get the word out that, hey, this is the date and time that we're dropping the trailer. Be sure you watch it. Like they even had the trailer showing in movie theaters <laughs> for people to go see, which I think is kind of silly. Um my question to you, for as hyped as the trailer was, with your expectations, did it meet the hype for you? What'd you think? Yes. Now, n- let's just get this established and across first. Mm-hmm. Nothing would have been more hyped than seeing Tobey Maguire at the end of that trailer. Nothing in the world would have been more hype. And obviously Andrew Garfield too, but I... But Toby's up there. Yeah. He, he's, Toby, he's the OG. It's Toby. It's Toby. Okay, I would Toby. I would kill thirteen sheep just to see Toby in person. So anyway, twelve or fourteen, but thirteen. Thirteen exactly. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, yes. Where'd my train of thought go? Oh yes. So yes, hype. Yep. Yep. I got hype. back there. So, uh, yeah. No, nothing would have been more hyped yep. than to see Toby. But it was good to see like kind of. Why like it kind of establishes this rift between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man in this movie too because it's not like yep. they're going to be a full team up. This is yep. going to be like uh, okay, they're kind of fighting against each other, but but for like both good intentions and good reasons. Sure, because it's established in the trailer. Hey, 
all these guys die fighting Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That is their destiny. They have to die. Yep. So it makes me... And this is why it makes me wonder if any of Tom's villains will actually show up. I had a dream the Vulture was going to show up in this. It was a dream. <laughs> I had a legit dream. So if that comes true, great. I am a prophet. Anyways. <laughs> hey, it's on the record. Love it. It's on the record. So... Uh, but it looks like... What I find interesting is it's looking like all these villains are getting upgrades. Mm. Like, elect- yes. first of all. At the very least, modification. Yes. Assuming, I think it's fair to say upgrade, though. Because it almost looks like, it looks like uh, Doc Ock absorbs some of the Stark tech into his claws. I don't know if you saw that. Into the tentacles. Like, he gets some yeah. Iron Man red in there, which I don't understand how it's going to work. Right, same, same. Um, Electro, first of all, his redesign is fantastic. Yep. We, we need to just take a step back. Whoever was in charge of that costume redesign, right. well done, because right. the last one looked like absolute hot garbage. Mm-hmm. So now to see this, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then they did, like, an homage to the classic, iconic, like, oh, there's a starfish on my face, Electro mask. And... Instead, they just made it pure electricity, which yeah. I love. Yep. I've seen other interpretations where it's like a scar sure. on his face, but sure. I like I like the good redesign. Yeah. Electric electricity. Solid improvement, if nothing else, on the redesign. Yes. And they were showing like and stills and stuff of him. It looks like he had an arc reactor somewhere yep. in there. So it looks like they're all going to get some upgrades. The only downside is I wish they would have redesigned the lizard just a hair. Because I'm that kind of guy that likes the lizard with a snout. Yep. I wish he would have looked yep. more like an alligator. Right. And so, because Rather just than the almost look... human lizard blend where his yes. face is rounded off. Yes. Yep. But okay. he still looks good. Yep. Like CGI looks great. Sandman, I'll be interested to see what he looks like without all of his sand. You know what I mean? Sandless man. Yes, sandless so man. So man. Sandals man. <laughs> so, like... I'll be interested to see what that... I'm assuming that design will be pretty similar. I don't think they'll change that much, but it looks like even Green Goblin's going to rock without the mask for a little while. Sure. Because it shows him with like goggles and stuff in one of the stills. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did, yeah, and I wasn't... Because, again, I have still yet to see The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, I'm talking... That's a, that's a Tobey Maguire. Uh, Green Goblin. Right, but I'm I'm wondering because the Green Goblin or a version of the Green Goblin is in Amazing Spider-Man too. So I wasn't sure if we were getting, according to this trailer, are we getting the Willem Dafoe, Toby, you know, as you're saying, Toby McGuire, Green Goblin, and oh, I don't think we're getting the other guy. Okay, I don't think we're getting the other guy. I also think the other guy said he would never do that again. (laughs) I'm not even trying to be like a dick or anything. I'm pretty sure he said that he's he's not coming back. So. Uh, Not interested. Yes. But, so that's kind of what we're going to get. So are you satisfied with it? I mean, again, so much hype was put into it, which, I think is that right for a trailer? Like, it's just a trailer. It's not the movie. Whatever. I was actually really hyped about it because I think it did a good job of still kind of expanding what we're getting as a synopsis yep. of the story without sharing the major like details because there's yeah. nothing more frustrating than seeing a trailer and seeing like the best part of parts of the fights no doubt in the trailer no doubt and i don't think we're getting that here yep so and it was also amazing to watch the lizard get punched in the face by nobody so you know somebody's there thank you brazil yes thank you brazil and uh <laughs> yeah yeah pray that's toby <laughs> but uh so yeah I mean, that's great. I think it's the right amount of hype. Okay. And honestly, again, I'm okay with Tobey Maguire not being in a trailer. Sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Here's so here's where I'm at with it. I think without all the hype, I would feel differently than how I responded having watched the trailer. With all the hype, I thought, okay, they're they're going to do some kind of a you know a big reveal of Tobey. And or Andrew, and since they did none of that, I felt underwhelmed initially by the trailer. Now everything that you said is absolutely right. Like they added to what we already know or thought we knew about the movie without seemingly giving anything significant away. That's great. And like we had talked, we've talked about previously, 
they didn't even need to release another trailer. No, they in didn't. order for this movie to be a massive financial success, which is you know fundamentally the point of making these movies is to make the money. This might break uh, Infinity War. It could. It could. And so they didn't need, like, we did not need another trailer. I didn't need to see more in order to say, hey, yeah, I'm going to go see this movie. I'm, I'm going to see it. Even if they had released zero trailers before this film, I'm going to go see it. Um, so I'm also in agreement. I don't want to see anything so significant that it's spoiled in the movie. And I think there's uh, whatever they're showing. I would be, I'll, I'll be disappointed if we go see this movie, Riley, and the scene where we see our Spider-Man, Tom Holland, jumping towards Sandman, Electro, and the Lizard. Uh, I'll, I'll be disappointed if that is legitimately like the climactic battle of the movie. I have a hunch that it's not going to be at the end. I don't think it is. No, I, I don't think so. And so I, I, have, I have plenty of confidence in this movie having not shown us too much in the previous trailer or in this one. So that's not a concern. I think I'm more, this is a similar gripe as the, why are we calling it December 17th, but releasing on December 16th is, why are we hyping it up so much when it's like, you don't need to do that. Like just release the dang thing. Let it be a trailer. Um, And the one other piece I have is, this is the worst kept secret that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this movie. Like they're in it. This is just this is just bull squirt that, that, that they're like they have to that they're just toying with the fans trying to sow some doubt of well, yeah, I don't know are you sure they're in it like they're in the friggin' movie they're in it there's too much smoke to that fire I don't know how long either of them are going to be in it but they're in it there you go so. Do you want to make do you want to make predictions of now course. for this movie? Of we course. want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm predicting that that Sandman Electro Lizard fight will be one of I that definitely won't be the last fight. It might be like the second to last fight. Sure. Because, yeah, it won't be the climactic battle. And I stretch the imagination because I think, in my personal opinion, I think the final battle will be mainly focused on Tom and one other person. Okay. I don't think it'll be a three v three. Okay. If it is a 3v3, it will all, all be solo fights. I don't think they're going to be switching. I don't think they're going to be sharing the screen at that time. Okay. Which would be putting the focus on Tobey Maguire and Doc Ock. Yep. Or Tobey Maguire and Green Goblin. Okay. But And then Andrew Garfield fights the other one. And then that final secret sixth villain is going to be who Tom's fighting. And Gotcha. It's going to be really bold to say it's going to be Ned. That'd be really, really bold. I know you've thrown that out there. You've, but, you've thrown that out there, and it just... It, I don't think they would fight two goblins in rips, one fight. It rips me up. I don't want to see that happen to my guy, Ned. I don't think they'll fight two goblins in one fight. But it could be Mysterio. I'm just saying there's got to be there's there's got to be one more villain. There's got to be. So okay, that'll be the last fight. Okay. Um, I think we're going to see every single one of them get upgraded. I don't know how. All the villains or all think, the Spider-Man? I think each villain's going to get upgraded. Yep. I think... Ah, man. Could you... Do you think Toby and Andrew would get new suits? Do you think they'd give them new suits? That's the question. That's the big question of the day. Hmm. I think it's possible. I haven't thought of that. Um, I've been assuming old suit, but if we're going to... If we're seeing, as you, you pointed out, Doc Ock and upgraded gear... Uh, you potentially Green Goblin, maybe. I, f- I feel like it, maybe. I feel like Andrew, maybe. I don't, I don't feel you strongly. Yes, you can't upgrade. I'd rather Toby's. not see it. That's my preference: you is to have it be you, what you would expect to see. You can't upgrade Toby's suit. You can't. No, it's too. It's too iconic. No, no, it's too. Andrew's, it's too yeah, good. sure, whatever. <laughs> right, right. But oh, man. There's gonna be there's gonna be a sixth there's gonna be a sixth villain. Who do you think it is? I don't know. Well, I you're have, the resident prophet. I'm the resident prophet. <laughs> I put too much. Put, put it out there. Who, who uh, you got? There's too much pressure. I don't know if I can handle this. Anyways, uh, well, the obvious ones would be Vulture coming back. Sure. Mysterio coming back. Yep. One of those two. Yep. I, a lot of people think probably Mysterio. Yep. And then. 
I think I think we if we don't see it, I think it will be implied in the next one that the hobgoblin will be the next one. Okay. I, I don't know if that will be the final or what. Yep. Um you could, I think a reach would be Venom. I don't think Venom will show up and he definitely won't be a villain in this. There's no way. No. Nope. He'd be more of an like oh, I'm forced to work with this guy <laughs> situation instead <laughs> of like I'm gonna eat you. Right. So I think I think the most realistic is probably Vulture because he's alive mm-hmm. and he's around mm-hmm. and he would definitely be like ah more Stark tech yum <laughs> and and uh, yeah Seems, I feel like that's the most realistic but yeah I, my the, the two guess. that we the two that we know with Vulture and Mysterio that have been the previous villains it's seems like it would be. It's, it's, it Very be, difficult, especially for Vulture, when that film ended with him clearly being set up to stick around for yeah. a while. And it he, seems odd that they would keep him in the you know in reserve for such a extended stretch. Like he hasn't shown up in any movie since then. It's like what if not now? Then when? I'm pretty sure in it might not have been on Jimmy Fallon, but I think it might have been. But. He has confirmed in an interview that he has been doing he has been filming some Marvel stuff. Whether that be for the Morbius movie, which he does show up in, and right. we are not gonna get into the rest of that movie nope. right now, but nope. Nope. Uh, nope. He, is, he doesn't exist. He is in that movie and he is the vulture in that yep. movie as well. Yep. So I think it's possible. I don't know if it will be this one though. Right. But right. I'd say the safest bet on this movie for the sixth secret villain would be the Vol- Michael Keaton's Vulture. Yep. I think the crazy, my my crazy pick, I will say Hobgoblin is the final villain wow. of this movie. Wow. Which is ballsy, I know, but that's what I'm going to go with. It's extremely aggressive. Yes, because he, he like lost weight and everything for this role. or for they're, Well, they're claiming it's for this. Well, people are assuming it's for this movie. But like the dude got ripped apparently. Ned? Well, I don't know if he got ripped, but he definitely lost some weight. Like, a lot of weight. I just... I First of all, I can't see it. Second of all, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I, see have I, adored, I have adored Ned in these films. Uh, he's just been such an enjoyable character, and not a character that I know of, at least from the comics. So new to me, presented by these Spider-Man movies. He's been a great companion to Peter Parker. Um... So I have, man, I just don't, I don't want to see Ned go down a dark path. I'd love to see him preserved in his role of trusty friend. Ah, nope. See how he slimmed it, down? Is he wearing a Playboy Bunny hat, stocking yes. cap? Yes. Come on, man. But, I mean, I want to see if there's a better picture. Because <laughs> they're, they're only showing the one picture. Right, right. Yeah, I I would love to see Venom in more of a significant role than what is probably going to happen. I don't even think he'll show up. I know. Which, I know. This is a selfish selfish want more than a realistic expectation. Oh, it's in the same for me, but I I think Mysterio is going to show up as well. I think Vulture, I, I that sounds like a van, kind of a vanilla cop-out answer, but those are the two that I would expect to see. I love your boldness with Hobgoblin. That's great. Um but that's that's where I'm at with it. It'll be those two. Um, I hope we get... What do I hope we get? Man, I, I'm fascinated to see what on earth is going on with Doctor Strange. Because, again, I keep coming back to the first trailer in particular. Where Peter goes to the Sanctum Sanctorum. And Doctor Strange is hanging out indoors. This is the summertime, mind you. At least apparently it's the summertime. And he goes in the Sanctum Sanctorum and there's freaking blizzard conditions in there. Remember that? Yes. There's snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like something is amiss with Doctor Strange. Something is off center with the guy. And I'm fascinated to see well, this- how that gets unwrapped. Because I think there's there, there's obviously so much we're not being shown. I also can't help but think of the Infinity War trailers where we saw multiple scenes and settings that were either dramatically different or not at all in Infinity War. Like the Hulk and Wakanda. Yeesh. Correct. Base disappointment. Correct. So it's it's gotten to the point with trailers where mm-hmm. studios can 
just manipulate the heck out of this footage and show you things that aren't actually going to show up in the movie. And hey, you're still going to go see it. Who cares? Yeah. I, I just remember there was the most recent Mission Impossible movie. I remember the first trailer for that movie. There was a scene that they clearly ended up entirely redoing and reshooting because they showed it in the first trailer, but then they showed it in one of the later trailers, and it was an entirely different setting. Like it went from a a helicopter driving into a truck to a helicopter flying into another helicopter above a mountain range. It was just like, oh my god, what? This if, is so different. What if we made it crazy? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. What if instead of the helicopter, Mind you, a car? Great movie. So it's another chopper. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, the, the hype. I was let down by the lack of Andrew, by the lack of Toby. But here's the deal: still going to go see the movie. Still going to enjoy the heck out of it when they show up. Um, Marvel continues to, as we know, go cosmic. We're going bigger. We're not winnowing down, so the multiverse is opening up. I'm most eager, I think, for that in this movie. I've enjoyed Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I look forward to seeing what happens with that character. But a probably that's 1A. 1B is what are we doing with the multiverse? Because ever since Loki introduced that reality into the MCU... We just haven't seen it fleshed out, right? We've seen the Black Widow movie, which had nothing to do with it. We've seen <coughs> Eternals, which had, as far as we know, nothing to do with the multiverse. Nah, nothing to do with it. I don't think um, it will either. No, no. So I am most curious, most anxious. Well, in Shang-Chi, like, kind of indirectly touched on other dimensions, never used the multiverse language. So we're finally getting back into some very direct... The word multiverse is being used by Doctor Strange just like it was used by the two Lokis, He Who Remains, a.k.a. Kang. So I'm excited for that. Like That was a cool concept. It's not a new concept. It's been in the comics forever. But I'm fascinated to see how the movies unpack that. Um, So that's that's what I'm most looking forward to, I think, with this one. Do you think think Spider-Man will end up in the new Doctor Strange movie? I'm going to say no, because I think Loki and Wanda were both confirmed to be in that movie. Sure. And I feel like if you have Spidey, it might get crowded. But then again, it's Marvel. You can do what you want. All, just, all these movies are crowded anymore, right? Like yeah. a solo movie, our paradigm of what a solo movie is, is so different. Just use the Spider-Man movies as an example. The Toby movies, even the Andrew movies, those are solo movies. That's what we thought solo movies looked like. Yeah. One character, their villains... Now a solo movie looks like Captain America Civil War, where you have all the Avengers in it. Now it looks like Spider-Man No Way Home, where you have Doctor Strange, all these other villains, and who knows who else will show up. So it's just... It just... It feels like... It's different. It feels like not everyone's a side character. Mm-hmm. Like, each character's already been developed, so you can kind of just take who you want. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I, throw them in there, see what they do in this situation. Yeah. I certainly don't mind it at all. Oh, I don't either. Certainly don't mind it. Um... Will he show up in the next Doctor Strange movie? Yes. I don't think it'll be significant. I don't think it would be either. Yep. I'll be I'll be curious to see how this ends because Mm -hmm. if they're having a multiverse of madness, they I don't he doesn't fix the problem in this movie. Like the the problem doesn't get fixed. This movie's gonna end with that problem still being a problem. Where they might get those Spider Man villains back, but something else is gonna break. And you, right. you don't know where yeah. they're going to go or who they're going to be or whatever. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there there will be, I think there will be resolution for the character of Spider-Man yes. in this movie. But I also wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, the, if you want to call it a problem or the, what's, the, what's a better word for it? Because we want to see the multiverse, the, uh, the challenge of the multiverse. Uh isn't getting any simpler or isn't getting solved in this movie. No, like it's it it's only it's only growing, expanding. Uh, so no, no doubt, no doubt that that aspect of this story in this movie, uh, there's not going to be resolution there. It's just the most recent installment of the multiverse story. Because I think I think honestly, a lot of it's going to be like, you know how in Loki they opened up the multiverse and like oh yep. bam bam bam. I think. Yep. I think in the Doctor Strange movie, he's going to have to make the decision of, 
do I make the multiverse one singular timeline again? Sure. Or do I leave the multiverse be? Goodness. And I think that might be, because if you think about it, that kind of follows the same kind of thing with the Spider-Man movie and Doctor yep. Strange's role. His role is going to be, yep. we have to return to things to how it should have been. Sure. Where all the, we have to get these guys back so they can die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they must die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm fascinated, Riles. I mean, it's, it's two and a half weeks away. Um, I, we're clearly not going to get another full-length trailer. We don't need one. Everybody that wants... There's so many people that are going to go see this movie, so yeah. there's no reason to, to hype it any further uh, with a full-length trailer. Um, so I just hope from between here and now... We get nothing. We get nothing. I agree. We get nothing, including spoilers. So listen... Be smart. Be wise. I might stay off the internet entirely. Don't be a deal hole and spoil stuff. Don't put crap out there. Not helpful. This this movie has suffered from so many leaks. I mean, the only reason that it right. works is because you can't tell which ones are fake and which ones are real at this point. Because <laughs> there's so many of them. Yeah. Where it kind of yeah. like dumbed them down. But Do you watch The Office? Yes. Okay. Remember the episode where Michael finds out that Stanley's having an affair, okay? And he tells someone about it, but then he realizes that he's messed up. He shouldn't have shared that information with anyone. And so now he starts spreading other <laughs> lies, well, not other lies, actual lies to try and cover up the Stanley story because he's just trying to put so much quantity of yeah. story of tales out there that no one can tell the difference between, you know, fact and fiction. That's what this feels like. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's what this is. Now, one another question, because this is probably going to be the big, the big whammy here. Do you think anyone's going to die? I, I, boy, I, I can't say yes because I don't. There's nobody that I want to die. Like I don't want to see Aunt May die. I don't want to see MJ die. I, I've already explained. How precious Ned is to me. I don't want to see anything happen to Ned. But I think I say all this, Riley, and yeah, I think somebody's going to die. I just don't know who. Okay, first of all, Aunt May is not going to die. She's too pretty. Okay. So we're just going to skip over her. Okay. Must be a good problem to have. Yes. Yeah. Any, anyways, I think <laughs> my my top two picks for people who are going to die, okay? It's, Hit me. I, let's start with who I don't think is going to die. Great. I don't think MJ is going to die. Okay. I think they're going to keep her around. Sure. I think a lot of people are like, Andrew's going to save her because he couldn't save his girl. And yeah, I'm like, no, he'll save his own girl. Come on, guys. It's a Spider-Man thing. They have to save their own women. Anyways, true. the other two true. will buy him time. That's yep. how that's going to work. Yep. Okay. I think she's safe. I think their dynamic works too well on screen. Um I think the main two... I think... I don't think Ned will die. Okay. I think he will... You're going hobgoblin with Ned. Yes. So <sighs> I think he will either get mentally abused or he's going to watch somebody else die. Ooh. And it's going to break him. Ooh. And you want to know who that might be? Betty Brant. Okay. His lady. Okay. Who was shown in that movie interning at the Daily Bugle. Okay. So okay, that's prediction one. Yep. she's gonna die in some random like explosion or something. Okay, Betty dies, and he'll blame Peter. Yep, for not being able to save her. Of course. And then, uh, just classic. And then he'll also find out that Peter tried to change everyone's memory, so they forgot. So Whoops. He'll, be, he'll be pissed about that too. Whoops. And then, and then he'll have a talk with William Defoe, and then he'll get some gear. But he'll take his own twist on it. Okay, love it. And then love it. The, my other, the other highly probable. Well, I shouldn't say it's highly probable, but I, my other guess, out of all of these people, mm-hmm. I can see it being happy. Okay. Yeah. I don't want it's it to about be happy. now, but you know what? It's it's at that point where his character either has to step into a like legitimately more significant role where he is. The Alfred to yes. to Peter Spider Man, right? Yeah, uh, or he just dies. Like or, there's there's or, no or reason the, for him to be around anymore now that Tony Stark yeah. is 
except gone the, out of the picture. Except for the girl. I know. The, the, the little girl. I know. Morgan. But she doesn't. But no, Morgan doesn't need. You no, know, she's doesn't got, need happy she's got in her mom. life. She's, she's got, got mom. mom. Right. She needs mom more than she needs happy. Uh, that's a great pick. That's solid. And that's also because if you think about it, that would be his last true connection to Tony. Yep. It'd be his final connection to Tony. Like that's the only because yep. that's a main reason of why him and Happy still work is because they both had Tony being a significant role in their lives. So right. to have that final connection from Tony be cut off from him, I actually think that'll be good for his character too. Because they've fun fact they've already established three more Spider-Man films, all three with Tom coming back. They said it's going to be like its own separate trilogy. So mm. I think if you do it right. I think you cut out a lot of the Iron Man connections with Spider-Man. Agreed. And you make Agreed. him... You, you totally get him into a more... Let him stand on his own merits rather yeah, than... Make him a seasoned hero. Yep. I, I feel like by the end of his second trilogy, we'll probably see him interact with Miles. I don't think we'll see Tom die in that second trilogy either because I think you can keep him around for a little while. But... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when we'll start to see Miles actually take on a significant role as the yeah. second trilogy, but that's just me. Well, and that'll be pretty symbolic if uh, Happy, played by my guy John Favreau, does uh, meet his demise because it's John Favreau that kicked this whole thing off back in, we're coming full circle now in this podcast, 2008, which we brought up earlier in the terrible tale of the midnight showing. That's right. Iron Man back in 2008. One of my favorite all-time movies. Absolutely. Top three for me. One of the other great superhero movie, all-time great superhero movies that came out in 2008. Um, so that'll be obviously John Favreau's fine, but uh, there'll be a little little heart tear that is shed here for for my guy. And final icing on the cake. Let's do it. Ned'll kill him. Woof. <sighs> to get back at Peter. Dang it. You know how dark this is? I'm going really dark. You are? And, and watch this be like, Lucky just found the pot of gold and there's Lucky Charms <laughs> at the end of it by the end of this movie and they all live happy ever after. Yeah. But I feel like you got to do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Those are all predictions. I haven't seen anything. Those are off all my, my I love guesses. It. I love those guesses. Those are strong. Those are fantastic. That's good. All right. A lot of good Spider-Man talk. Again, two and a half weeks out, December 17th or 16th, depending on yeah. how you want to read your calendar. Be ready. It's going to be wonderful. Hawkeye. Did you know there's a Hawkeye show? I just heard about it today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there is. There is a Hawkeye show. I watched both episodes today. Good for you. In preparation for good this. Good for you. <laughs> yep. Watched them last Thursday, last Thursday, last Thanksgiving evening, I think. Yeah. Um, or at least the first one was Thursday. Who knows? Either way. What, seen them both. What are your initial thoughts? Yeah. Um, my initial thought is I, I really like the premise. I love the initial setup with the character of Kate Bishop is how she's presented in this show. She's kind of um, badass. She's a badass. It was great to see her backstory tied into the attack on New York from the first Avengers movie. Cool little take. Love that. Love seeing that great scene with Hawkeye from a different angle, different I, point of view. I got legit chills, by the way. Yes. Like, because yes. they set this... How can you not? They set this show up for, like... It's it's all... This, this, this series is going to be all about legacy. And I love it. And I mm -hmm. think that's going to be... A big theme throughout this entire thing is just sure. legacy. Okay. And it was, it I did. I got chills. I was like, it's like watching your actual hero like in person. This is outstanding. Yeah. It'd be like watching Adrian Peterson rush for a hundred yards in front of you on one play and just get a touchdown and win win the whole national title right in front of you. Adrian Peterson. Did that happen? No. But. Jeremy Renner, same person. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. So I. I <laughs> I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the first episode. Yes. Um, again, loved what they showed with Kate Bishop. Uh, thought it was, thought the the musical on Broadway was hilarious. Just so so damn funny. Uh, that was funny. Love the. I can do this all day. <laughs> and then I love how his daughter like looks at him and she's like, "Dad, Dad," and he like hits his right, his, right. 
whatever that thing is called hearing aid hearing aid yeah you got there. it you yeah. got it and then he's like what and she's like did you shut your hearing aid off for that <laughs> and he's like yeah i've been here all this. <laughs> uh yeah good great great stuff really clever um so enjoyed the heck out of episode one was i think let down by episode two just not nearly as much happened in episode two it felt like there was a lot of dialogue a little bit of action and no real movement from point a to point b that's what it felt like and i'll throw it out there with the caveat of in a mini series like this it can be unfair to pick individual episodes yeah. apart I, I enjoyed the show loki as a whole but i remember the third episode oh, i think it was it was a nightmare i was just like Nothing happened. No, it's just, same, same complaints. Like no, nothing happened. The fourth episode, when that came out, added value to the third episode. Helped me understand what was going, like why they were going down that particular storytelling path. So Disney Plus tends to do that with I'm, their with yeah. their Marvel shows. I'm not. I'm not like out on yes. the Hawkeye show. Yes. I didn't see episode one and go, yeah, that's great. See episode two and go, this sucks. I was just disappointed because for as much as legitimately happened in episode one from a character building setting up the story very little of that i thought took place in episode two Mm -hmm. so i am cautiously optimistic looking forward to episode three tomorrow um that's tomorrow it is i know it's two we're recording this on tuesday wednesday is when those new episodes come out of course um, so I enjoy Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye a lot. So love seeing him. I'm not yet sold on Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Hasn't done really? it for me yet. Yeah, hasn't just hasn't quite hasn't struck the necessary chord with me yet. I think she's going to get there because I think Haley's an outstanding actress, and I think the character of Kate Bishop is a great partner to Hawkeye, but it just hasn't clicked for me. Uh, with her character yet i'm not sure what to make of her like the whole rebellious rich girl rich girl thing isn't that appealing to me in a character so i'm waiting for her to kind of pick a lane and get in it and i think they will like i think she will and i think the more time that she and Hawkeye spend side by side. They're kind of doing this crisscrossing where, oh, we're, we're together for a little bit and then we divert and we're back together for a little bit and then our paths divert again. I think I'm going to enjoy her character the more that she's around Hawkeye because they play off each other mm-hmm. quite a bit. And that, I just remember that from the comic, was what made that particular comic that this show is drawing a lot of influence from was great when it was Kate Bishop and Hawkeye together at the same time. Um, and, and Hawkeye's fine, but I, I think his character is better or more interesting to me when he is around other characters as well. So same, yeah, you know, same argument uh, either way. So I'm not ragging on one or the other. I'm just wanting more of them together. Together. Yeah. Yep, that's where I'm at with it currently. For me, it seems like this is going to be the show where we see Clint Barton actually become Hawkeye because Ooh. at the beginning of like. Well, throughout these first two episodes, yep. it looks like he's just done. He's done with everything. He's mm-hmm. just like I, I, I just want to be with my family. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't need to do this anymore. Sure. And for me, it's like it goes back to that legacy thing. I think he's going to learn how to accept his legacy because I think a lot of this, like what happened in the movies and stuff, I think for him it was just for Clinton Barton. Anyways, yeah. it was like. This is just my job. I'm Clint. This is yep. what I do. Yep. Instead of being like, I'm Hawkeye, man. Mm. I can hit anything I want to Taking hit. some pride exactly. in the alter and, ego. And just being like, I'm a hero. Yep. For him, he's more like, I'm an agent. This is my job. Okay. You know? Okay. So I think we're going to see him. Fascinating. I think that's what uh, Kate's going to bring to the table. Yep. She's going to get him to accept his legacy. Because mm. they kind of have that conversation in the second episode where she's like, you are you don't inspire anybody. Like mm-hmm. you're kind of like you don't have flair, you know? <laughs> and then so Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion, I guess on that. I um, like that. Yeah. Oh, I had something else too. 
and it just went oh also it was hilarious to see how they're like so when did you get the hearing aid and he's like right. and it just flashes back to like all the explosion <laughs> shit he's been involved in he's like uh, it could have been a lot of different things yep yep right and then, not any one thing this is a cumulative effect yeah yeah and then it looks like kate's role is going to be like Okay, she's going to learn how to be a responsible adult, you know? Right. Like, she's going to learn from Hawkeye, like, how to take care of herself and how she should be, you know, acting. And, yeah, Hawkeye's going to learn how to... He's going to learn how to be Hawkeye. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the remaining episodes. I think there is a lot to be seen yet. I don't trust Kate's mom. I don't trust her... Oh yeah, for sure. Soon to be stepdad. I think they're her, both bad news. I think. I think her dad's her birth dad is still alive. If I'm being honest with you, I think okay. he was involved in some shady shit. Okay. And then when he died, he took advantage of that and went okay. underground. Fair that's enough. That's my opinion. That's there's, there's a very far shot. That's okay. Love you taking that shot. That's outstanding. But, um, let's see. What else do I want to say? Maya Lopez. Her character is introduced at the end oh, Echo. of episode two. That's Echo, Echo right? right? Is she deaf too? Yes. Um, We're getting all the heroes. With right, Eternals, in Eternals, and then uh, now Maya Lopez. Uh, I, I don't know much about the character of Echo, so I'm looking forward to seeing a newer character for me. Um, I don't know anything about Echo. Right, Florence Pugh. Uh, sorry, that's the name of the oh. actress. Yeah. I forgot she's supposed to be in this. Dude, yes. Yes. Yelena. She's coming sometime, man. Wow. She's there. She's hanging out. And this is this is just a six-episode miniseries. I totally right? forgot. So we're already a third of the way through. We're, the halfway point is tomorrow, so she's coming around. There is a lot to come. So I'm, I'm very optimistic. I'm also just impatient like come on let's let's get to it let's get to the good stuff love the the tracksuit mafia hilarious love how in this show they're having all those guys call like refer to each other and everybody as bro like come on bro hey bro let's go bro it's exactly how it was written in the comics it's hilarious they're legit video game thugs yes those are like the npc yes. video game oh guys that, those are the grunts that you just beat up because oh. they were annoying the crap out of me they, yes they're the definition of expendable bad guy. Yes. So I just, I think I'm looking forward to what the show still has to offer. Again, episode two, I was underwhelmed. I don't know yet who or what like the main conflict is supposed I, to I'm be. I'm not going to say it's still really, really vague. Yes. That's what bothered me because I'm yes. like, who are we going after here? Well, and why is Clint like that concerned with the Ronin suit yeah, who being you, out there? Who? Pardon my French, but who did he fuck up in that suit <laughs> to the point where he's like, we need to get that back now? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been out of his possession for so long. Who cares who well, has it? Like, well, nobody's yeah. going to use that to figure out, oh, my goodness, Clint Barton was wearing the Ronin or was the Ronin. So I, I don't understand I, what his motivation is. I don't think he cares... I, it's unclear. Like, is he just trying to like get it so that he can burn it and destroy it and just that for his own emotional sake eliminate or close that chapter from his life? But they haven't been explicit with what his motives are. So, the, the right now, I think the biggest thing the show is lacking is a clear like, antagonist. Yeah, a clear antagonist, a clear conflict. We just got people making choices doing actions and we don't know why so hopefully that changes because there's a lot of outstanding characters to see in this show but we need to give them something to do guys oh my gosh I, so, dude torment dude yeah the florence pew thing blew my mind for those of you watching the YouTube video of this, you will have the full benefit of my mind imploding on screen because I totally melted, totally forgot. So I, we're up. I'm gonna be interested in how she comes into. Oh my gosh! She's yeah. Like, <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> praise the Lord. Uh, very excited to see Florence back, and then, I, like, she's obviously gonna be going, going to be going after Clint. 
We know that. Right. She was hired to go after Clint. Right. But why is she going... Like, why did they hire her to take Clint out? That's what we... I'm assuming that's where this is all going to tie in. So my recollection is the end credits scene yeah. of Black Widow... Um, Oh, why am I blanking on her I know. name? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yep. yep. His character. Yep. Val. There you go. Yes. Val. Great pull on your part. I was going to say Vanessa. No, Val is absolutely Val. right. She shows Yelena the picture of Clint Barton, says this is who's responsible for your sister's death. That's all she says. That's all we at least get to see there. So evidently Yelena is going to be coming after Clint. For some, you know, some kind of a vendetta for her sister, you know, R.I.P. Natasha's Those sake. Those two are going to be hilarious together. When, she, once, can't, she can't once they get in this buddies, show once they soon buddies, enough. Once they become buddies, their their yes. whole dynamic is going to be really hilarious. Oh this is going to be a big brother, little sister vibe. Mm-hmm. Totally for it. Mm-hmm. And then, JP, there's still also one more rumor for episode five and six of a character showing up. Very heavily rumored. Kingpin? Not confirmed. Yes. Kingpin? Get Vincent Donfrio's Kingpin. Get it in there. So. Get it in if there. that's true, how the hell does this all work together? It doesn't make sense. And also. Love it. Love it. What's, so what's her dad, what's her stepdad's full name? God, Jack. Dorsey? This is, what, this is what I want. This is what I want to do right now. We need to. We need to find him. Jack DeCane. Okay. Now do me a favor. Yep. This might spoil something for us, but I want you to Google <laughs> I want you to Google his name because I want to know if he's an actual character in the comics. Okay. And if that's a villain name, because he's really, really good with a sword to just be a nobody. Fair enough. Okay. I am a genius. Interesting. I am a genius. Interesting. I don't even know anything more about the character. You can Google him if you want. It'll show you. I I knew it. I was like, I knew he had to be somebody, and it makes perfect sense. Okay. The dude has ninety different swords. <laughs> like they couldn't have made that role any more obvious. That's awesome. They went for a very interesting look for him. He looks like a. He, he looks like he could play. <laughs> he Mar- looks straight up like a villain. He like he like just he, looks like a villain. The mustache, yes. But oh he, my gosh! Like old school. Yeah. He also looks like he could play a live action Mario. <laughs> Like, all, all oh, he needs is a no. taller dude, and he could be Luigi. Oh, but, no. But my oh, point is... Oh, my goodness. I, I, knew, I knew... That's great. He had to be somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, okay. know, I don't know if her mom is anybody in the comics except just her mom. I'm not really... Right. I don't really care about that. Right. But I knew that his character had to be significant enough because he's way too talented... That's amazing. ...at... Uh, fencing and uh, swords and stuff. So. Right. And he was dealing right. in black market stuff. Too many, uh, yeah, too many red flags to say we can trust this man. You can't trust this guy. I wonder if I wonder if he's working with Val too. I don't know. That'd be a good. That'd be a solid guess. Or he could be working under Kingpin. That'd be my other guess. Yeah, I, I would love to see the Kingpin, the character of Kingpin, show up. Um, I don't even need it to make sense. I don't even need, <laughs> need it to be a. Oh yeah, this is a multiversal thing. I really don't care. Like, I give I, me I don't think it Vincent, needs to be. How do you pronounce his last name? Vincent Donfrio, Donfrio I think. Donfrio. He, yep. <laughs> give me Vincent Donfrio's kingpin in this show, and I don't need any multiversal explanation. It can just be, no, straight up, the character of kingpin's in it. This guy's playing the kingpin. That's all. That's it. That's all you need to know. And I'm, I will accept that as someone who watched and enjoyed the Daredevil Netflix series with Vincent D'Onfrio as the kingpin in that show and such an integral part of that show. Beautifully done. And why done. it was so powerful. Beautifully done. I am willing to set all that to the side just to just to bring him back in. You don't need... I don't need anything else. Don't need anything else other than that. Get him in there. That's great because the MCU would benefit from a character like the kingpin providing an antagonistic presence for those street-level heroes that I want to see more of. I understand we're going cosmic in the MCU, but I need me... Hey. Dude, I need me that street-level flavor. Moon Knight's coming. You bet. Don't you worry. You bet. Moon Give me Knight that street-level flavor. Way. Get that kingpin in there. Let's go. But, oh, man. 
I can't believe I got that. I'm just, That's great. I, I'm more hyped about Hawkeye than I have been the entire <laughs> year. So this is crazy. My but, enthusiasm uh, is rekindled. So oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. But uh, oh, man. where'd it go? Where'd it go? <laughs> no. Uh, well, because we might be getting Matt Murdock and Spidey. We might. But I don't think we will. Yeah, who knows? I don't who really knows? care either. So but. six episodes. Can't believe we're already almost at the halfway point. Gosh. But I'm just excited, man. Let's let's get it going. Um, let's see ha- what happens. Is Hawkeye gonna get a classic costume? Are we gonna see the the feels the po- impossible? The pointy feels eyes? a bridge too far. No, I think we'll get a more of a like uh, more of a, like an Ultimates look, like yep. a, the yep. Ultimate Universe. Hawkeye, I think, well, no, maybe not, because he had, like, the weird, like, we'll probably get a more modern comic look from Hawkeye. Sure. Can you imagine if it's just a black t-shirt with a purple arrow? That would work, too. Yeah, I can't see it changing a whole lot from what he's currently been rocking. I think he's got to have, he's he's got. That's okay. Dude, every hero gets a new costume in their series. Okay. Okay. Every single one. So he's going to get one. You're right. Wanda, you know, leveled up with her outfit. Maybe he'll rework the Ronin Falcon turned to Captain America, got a new outfit. Maybe he'll rework the Ronin suit. All right, all right. New he's gonna get a new guy. costume. He's gonna get a new. He's gonna get a new fit. He's got to have something on the face. Got to have some kind of. I want you to goggles or something. I want you to really or shades. Yep. Yes. Yep. And then I, I lean into the purple, bud. Lean <laughs> into the purple. The more purple, the merrier. Love it. Love it. Get that purple. Gosh, get it. I can't believe I'm not hyped about Hawkeye. That's good. That's good. I think that's a great great spot for us to, to wrap things up, Riles. Some good combo. Yes. You got anything else you want to um, throw out there? I was going to say we should just end our podcast. Mm. This is a new thing. I just mm-hmm. I just came to me today. Love it. Okay. With All for it. What what content are we are we watching? Mm. Like is there something we're watching right now that mm-hmm. is well, you can say it, it doesn't have to be like comic book esque. It can sure. be like pop culture esque. Is there anything like like for me, Good. I just I like it. For me, I just started watching the '90s Spider-Man cartoon. I That's told great. you about that. You did. I you put did. that. I put a bunch of shows on a random generator list yep. that I want to watch, and I just hit the random button. <laughs> '90s Spider-Man came up first. Yeah, and it is a joy. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> And I feel like the '90s were the sweet spots, or the sweet spot for cartoons, man. Like the voice actors, beautiful. Like uh, the the Kingpin is one of the main main antagonists who just <clears throat> hires everybody to work for him. And then it's great. I'm pretty sure at some point Peter and Mary Jane actually get married in this show. So he does. They they do Peter's love life justice. This is probably the most consistent love nice. life he's had. Nice. But, it, and it does just a good job at tying everything together. So. Right, right. That's great. If you're looking for a good Spider-Man like show to watch, yep, definitely recommend that. Love it, Spider-Man. So I, whenever it was that the word initially got out that Dune was being turned into a movie, mm-hmm. it's probably been two years now. But I said, you know what? I'm going to read the book. And then I'll see the movie. And Dune was one of those movies that was delayed thanks to COVID. And so I finished the book way too far in advance. And the movie came out just last month. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so finally had a chance to see the movie. Really enjoyed it. Um, It's one part of the Dune book. So they're coming out with another movie, part two, sometime in the next couple of years. Um, but it rekindled my interest in rereading the book because the book is just dense. Like it's over 600 pages and it is a, it's a challenging read until you are able to get into it because the language is so, the terminology is also very unique Mm -hmm. that there's not a lot of, you start reading it and there's an explanation for, Hey, here's what this means. It's just, no, it's just there. So it takes a while to kind of orient yourself to this fictional world. Um, so now that I've read the book, seen the movie, I'm very interested in going back and rereading the book. So that's what I'm diving into currently is I've started rereading the Book of Dune. And so far, I'm enjoying it a lot more now that I know what the flip is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't seen the movie, I'd recommend it. If you're, you know, if you got time to kill, there's a lot of book there to digest. The book is outstanding. Yeah. So Chance, shout out to my other co-host. You bet. Um, obsessed with Dune. Really? Yeah, he, oh, good he on lo- Chance. He loved that movie. Yep. Um, I went to it with him when he watched it the second time. Yep. 
And yeah. I had no prior knowledge of the movie right. going in. And I was like, this is not bad. Right. This is not a bad right. movie. For, and I think I respect it a lot, too, because Chance said that this was like, this was like the book that inspired all the other sci-fi stuff. Yep. Yep. So this is like... Right. Star Wars, Star Trek. And it felt very... blank, yes. For me, I related it a lot to Space Game of Thrones mm. is what mm-hmm. I related it to. So if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, it's got a lot of Game of yep. Thrones vibes because there's a lot of... There's the different like houses. Sci-fi Game of Thrones. It really yeah, is. That's valid. So like you can definitely see that that's where yeah. the writer of Game of Thrones got his mm. inspiration from. But, yeah. And apparently he said there's like five or six books, and it takes over like the place over years and years. Yep. So it sounds like to me like they could they can legit make this a they solid could. movie yeah. franchise if they want. Yeah, to. there's tons of content there. They could keep cranking these puppies out for a while. Um, I was impressed with the movie with how faithful of an adaptation it was to the book. That's what you like to hear too. Yeah, because they could make. Because here's the deal: you could make a really good movie, a really good Dune movie, and have it be very different. From the book, so I was impressed that they made a conscious effort, which I think is more challenging, yeah. to make the movie as similar to the book as they possibly uh, possibly could. So the cast cool is solid stuff. too. Oh, that is the first time I've seen Timothy Chalamet in anything, and mm-hmm. I was actually like, "Yeah, I can see this for you." This seems yeah, like I can yeah. see why you're you, doing you get where the, all the hype is for that guy because he, uh, and, for as twelve years old as he looks. Like he, the dude has acting chops. Like it's that, impressive. And his jaw was like sculpted by <laughs> like Michelangelo. 100%. What the hell, man? Hundred percent. Yeah. How do you, that? That guy will always 20. be a hundred. That guy will always be one hundred and twenty pounds, and it's not going to matter. No, because of that of that jaw. jaw. <laughs> Correct. It's insane. Correct. And then, but yeah, Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I love both of them. Yep. It looked like Jason a, Momoa. Um, who outstanding loved in that movie. Outstanding. And I was sad. Yes. When, yes. Yes. And but the other one that I was didn't know was in it, and I was actually thrilled to see in it was yep. the uh, who's the older guy of the uh, yep. the other race. Yep. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. No. Or do you think it's somebody it. else? It's, oh. Uh, oh. He's in yep. Pirates of the Caribbean, the fifth one. He was also uh, oh my in. Gosh, uh, why am I blanking on No Country I, for Old yep, Men? Or I haven't yep, seen that movie I know either. exactly who you're referring to. Samson. He's also a James Bond villain. Yep. Uh, yeah, I I'm can't think of his name. So frustrated with myself that but I can't. He's he's a great actor. So. Um, there you are, Javier Bardem. Yep. Goodness, Javier Bardem. Yep. And he's cooler than cool too. Yes. So. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, he's outstanding. So good. I um, love that segment. Love um, it. Great that note, part. Um, as always, like, follow, share, subscribe. Mm. Tell me my eyes look beautiful. <laughs> um whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Whatever you gotta do. Send Riley some stuffing. Yes. I that honestly, if that becomes a thing, I'd be you very wouldn't hate much that. Pre- I would you wouldn't love hate that. that so no. much. How could you? How could you? So Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Godspeed.